warning has been issued for the dairy sector. Basically, strap in for a bumpy ride. This is Rabobank's outlook for the sector. They've come in with a farm gate forecast of $9 a kilo for the 2022-23 season, which is not bad. Can't argue with that. Uh, so where's the problem? Rabo Senior Agricultural Analyst Emma Higgins is with us. Emma, morning. Good morning, Mike. Is it the war in China in a nutshell? Yeah, it's the war in, well, it is. It's the war in Ukraine, plus also dealing with the fallout from the global pandemic. So it does provide a pretty challenging backdrop to markets right now. And these two events are really driving volatility that we're seeing come through. Um, There is a bit of a fog of uncertainty, though, clouding forecasts for dairy and also the input prices. But look, our best estimate right now is nine bucks a kilogram of milk solids. But certainly buckle up. It could be a bumpy ride to get there. Because my understanding of this is supplies, so you can't ramp up supply. So we're in a good spot in that department, aren't we? Yeah, we are in a good spot in the sense that um, broadly the global export engines for milk supply have really stalled. It's been a factor of um, the war in the Ukraine leading to higher feed costs. And then you throw in the fickle weather as well. So we're seeing variable feed quantity and quality. And that ties together for margin pressure for farmers around the globe. Our farmers have felt it here, certainly, but it's also a really big issue for our northern hemisphere counterparts. Mm. And so our view is that supply growth will probably be stalled until the end of the year um, before recovering and moving uh, into 2023 in a better shape. So if supply is the issue, what about demand? Does demand hold? And if demand holds, that's once again good for us because we've got the goods. That's right. So if demand holds, that's great. Um, But ultimately, that's where the uncertainty lies because there's such a clouded picture. We know that um, inflation is running rampant around the globe. We've got central banks doing their best to keep a lid on it. Um, But at the same time, we've got economists world over really revising expectations down for economic growth. The challenge for New Zealand farmers is that our farmer fortunes depend on China. Uh, So last year, Mike, we shipped around 45% of our dairy to China. And we know that our friends across the shore are in the midst of lockdowns and that's smashing productivity in China. So that's the real big watching point. Talk me through these last three dairy auctions. Uh, Was it four or five now down? Is it stabilising or have we got a problem here? Yeah, our view is that we're starting to see some stabilisation come through. What has happened in the last few GDT auctions is that we've seen the effect of lockdowns within China. And when you delve into the data, we know that cities that are in full lockdown right now account for around 10% of China's 2021 GDP. And when you add in cities that are in partial lockdown, that number really bounces to around 35% of the Chinese economy that's under some sort of um, restricted movement. Mm. So we're seeing that come through in the GDT. um, But pleasingly, we did see some encouraging signs, particularly around homework powder, and uh, we're expecting to see that steady off over in the coming weeks. What about our geopolitical position with um, China? Because I look at the Australian situation with a great deal of interest. Broadly speaking, what happened was they fell out with each other, and so Australia's exporting a bunch of stuff to other countries and doing just fine. Thank you very much. The stuff that China couldn't avoid from Australia, like iron ore, they're still buying. Does China deal with us in a different way because of the Solomons and all that's going on, or is this just completely separate? Yeah, and I think um, the relationship with Australia is a really good watching point, obviously. Dairy wasn't included in that fallout. Um, And so far, yeah, New Zealand has really treated a very finely balanced situation. Um, But there's no doubt about it, the risks to market access is is very much heightened. Mm. Um, There have been warning shots from the US around secondary sanctions from Russia and China's role should they come to it. 
in terms of supporting Russia. Now, we're not there yet, but that's the next watching point that we're looking out for. In that case, it would be pretty dire for New Zealand and also China. And the reality is that we would have to seek alternatives for, you know, close to half of our product going to one key market. While I've got so you, key risk. sorry, mm-hmm. while I've got you, red meat just quickly. I noted three three billion for the year to March. Are we still good on that in terms of returns on on what we do? Are they still paying good money? Not they in China, the the world. Anybody who wants to buy our stuff. Yeah, we're still seeing strong demand for our protein, particularly for our red meat. And that does come back to strong demand, not just in China, but also in the US as well. And that's been the the demand tension there between our two key markets, the US and China, has really been driving prices. Um, But obviously the risks that we talked about around China also apply to that red meat space too. Interesting. All right, Emma, appreciate it very much. Emma Higgins, who's the Rabobank Senior Agricultural Analyst with us this morning.